0: here you go boys say you both look like you got a furfy or two to tell g'day everyone and welcome to crackin furfies the podcast where we catch up over a couple of cold ones i'm your host drew agnew and joining me along the bar is my
1: good mates ash and tom boys how we going I am fantastic. I thought I'd change it up this week and not say super.
2: (laughs) I am, yeah, I'm feeling
1: real good. (laughs) What's better, fantastic or super, hey? How are we going this week? Well, one of them is Mario is, and one Mm. of them I am. So, probably super because Mario is better than me. Um, (laughs) Yeah, no, I'm feeling good. What about yourself, Drew?
0: Oh, excellent, Ash. Uh, Going on a a holiday tomorrow so i'm looking forward to that getting away for a bit which will be exciting I haven't gone on a holiday in like 5 years like a proper one yeah literally. we're
1: actually we're actually recording off peak on a different night tonight on this week sorry so that you can make your flight tomorrow mm. or your flight your, your drive to begin with i think yeah does it make
0: your thighs feel a bit different do they swell on a wednesday compared to a thursday or is it pretty much the
1: same oh my my, my loins get nice and plump
2: <laughs> I'm just gonna leave it.
1: you are to let that one sit there.
0: What about you, Tom? How are you? Yeah, joining us is Tom McRobert. How are you going, my friend? I'm,
3: pretty... I'm feeling pretty good, pretty well rested. Um, uh, done a done a done myself a bit of a mischief over the weekend playing soccer. Come mm. come up with a uh, pretty busted knee, so I've had a few days off uh, of work, sent home recuperating, playing some games, catching up with uh, this and that. But yeah, not too bad. Not yeah. too bad. No, it
0: sounds good. I actually had a, an injury from soccer as well. I didn't notice until, uh, say, Monday or Tuesday. But someone like ran into me and elbowed me in the ribs, and it didn't hurt at all. I didn't think of, I didn't think one bit of it until, um, the day after. I'm like, oh, my ribs are a bit sore. And that night, I could barely walk. It was just like it went like around to my back. I'm like, oh, I was like struggling to walk. So now I'm like, I'm really sore. I don't know if I cracked something or not, but. Yeah. Furfy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I wish it was a furphy, but it might have been a rib. <laughs> yes.
3: <laughs>
0: cracking Ribs, that's a different podcast.
1: That's a very aggressive show. <laughs> yes, I think show. Joe Rogan hosts that one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, cracking Ribs, not as much fun. But uh, Tom, this is your first time joining us on cracking and Furfies, and I don't know if it's, if it's your first podcast in general, uh, is it?
3: Um, I think I may have done uh, one with you and Bryce previously oh, of course yeah of course packs. yeah but um yeah yeah it's been a while yeah. well
1: we we got half of that
3: <laughs> oh what
0: yeah oh, yeah, half the episode yeah the other episode yeah yeah, yeah
1: it yeah. right Yeah, they yep, buggered yep, it up yep. Oh. <laughs> well probably like <laughs> i mean that entire episode was just me ragging on Tom every time he tried to speak
3: anyway <laughs> To be fair, I did say a lot of dumb shit. So.
1: <laughs> I do remember that the main thing I remember about doing that podcast at PAX was when we talked about...
3: Don't talk Drew,
1: about indies. Yeah, Drew, don't talk about indie games. But what did you start playing? And Tom is the first one to speak, and the first thing he says, so "I was playing this really good indie game." <laughs>
0: I can't remember why did I say can't talk about indie games. That sounds like
1: because a... uh, if we were going to get to indie games after, you're going to uh, do a whole section for the indie games because there were so many yeah. of them. But
0: and you really were like, "Yeah, don't
1: through. talk about indie games here because we'll get to these later." And Tom immediately, so I was playing this really cool indie
3: game. Came through like a brick through a window, just
1: <laughs> like Ralph, like Ralph Wiggum through the living room window.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't, I, I don't remember that, but um, I could imagine I was just furious <laughs> with the the whole ordeal. It would have been just devastating. I mean, you pulled a knife, so
1: yeah. <laughs> oh, I did. Jeez, mate. Pretty serious.
0: Maybe I was on something before I did the podcast. Oh, I don't remember that. I just remember saying, hey. <laughs> talking about Smash Brothers or whatever it was that year. That must have been 2019 or something. Seems like 10 years ago. We've uh, <laughs> yeah, had was, the last it, couple of years was. gone. Yeah. Mm.
3: yeah, it was it the was first, first year uh, that I was in Melbourne. Oh, cool. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And how, how's life uh, back in the country? You've moved back from uh, from Melbourne. So how's it all um, going?
3: It's um, It's been good. It's readjusting we we can't go out and do whatever we want i mean not that people in melbourne can do that anymore oh oh,
1: we can do much much less than you (laughs) (laughs) um
3: i don't know it it was strange coming from living in melbourne and having so much on offer all the time to being in a partial lockdown and then we got out before the lockdown got really really bad so we came home we did two weeks isolation and then uh it was we were right as rain we could go out and live our lives freely but um Obviously, people in Melbourne have suffered a bit longer than we have.
1: Mm. Yeah, our, our lockdown just got extended for another seven days today. Oh, uh, well, it was it was definitely going to happen. There was no, well, everybody knew like three days ago that it was going to be extended, but it just got confirmed today. Mm. Mm, yeah, Daddy Dan right. came out and told us. He let us all know.
3: Oh, <laughs> he just he, he's like Santa. He just keeps giving gifts, doesn't he?
1: He goes so far out of his way for us. He just keeps giving. <laughs> just comes No, <laughs> to be fair, I actually I actually like Dan Andrews. I think he's done as best as he possibly could have with all of this.
3: Yeah, I think he gave people too much freedom in the beginning, trusting them to do the right thing, and people just shit I, on him. I think everywhere,
1: advantage. everywhere except WA did that to begin with though, because they didn't realize how serious it was in the beginning, and then yeah. And since then it's been really good apart from yeah. the um the security at the hotels the hotel quarantine at the beginning. Mm.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, oh, I definitely I wouldn't like that. his job, that's for sure. Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> mm. yeah, it's pr- pretty thankless.
3: Yeah. Mm. So I'm what? just going to come out here and have press conferences and get shit on daily pretty much. <laughs>
1: He's doing his best to, like, save people's lives, and they're just like, fuck you, Dan, open the state.
0: Open the state, the pandemic's a
2: myth.
1: But then they all, all these same people are getting mad at Gladys Berejiklian for not locking down because it's going out of control there. It's like, well, you can't get angry at one for doing one thing get angry at the other for doing the other because then, like, then you're just going to be angry for the sake of being angry. You're not really, like... Nothing's good enough for you, is it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, that's what the it's newspapers what do all the time. Long. Just depending on yeah, who's in power, absolutely. just make up the story and sort of flex it however they want. But um, how are you? Let's sort of move it on from a bit of political stuff. What beers you drinking today, yeah. guys? I see you're both on the same stuff. I um, I don't know. I've I've had one of those days because I've got a bit to do to get organised. So I've had like an energy drink at lunchtime, and that will probably do me until early morning. <laughs> Oh, damn. Oh,
3: uh, I think we're both on the Great North, and he's um on the fancy glass. He broke out the Ooh. the fine fine crystal for tonight's episode, but I'm on the I'm, I'm on the cans. Fine well, they're actually, stubby. fine crystal, <laughs> hitting
1: that shard. Yeah, no, there um they're actually it's not mine. I had to pinch one from my housemate. I didn't have one ready because yeah, off peak record record recording session is what I meant to say. Um, yeah, I just didn't wasn't prepared this time. I would normally go and get them on the way home on Thursday for podcasts that night, but I just didn't it didn't cross my mind today when I was driving home because it wasn't Thursday. So, yeah, I pitched one for my housemate, and I'm on the Great Northern, the Super Crisp. Very goes nice. down a treat, this beer. Mm, yeah.
0: Great Northern is fantastic.
1: I uh, understand mm. why you
0: two boys chose
1: it, that's for sure.
3: It's so easy to drink. It <laughs>
1: goes down like water. <laughs>
3: Goes down like baby tears. Oh,
0: <laughs> is that easy Not or hard for go-to. you, Tom?
3: Yeah, well, I've got two kids, so <laughs> I've got plenty of tears the, to drink. The, the, the tears flow. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm
1: thirsty. You'll here. be in for learning that one soon enough.
0: Yeah, I will be. I'll be drinking those baby tears uh, soon enough as well. <laughs>
1: Uh, you have no, an endless supply. <laughs> j-
0: just just what I need, just some nice, fresh baby tears. Like, oh, I hold the vial up to its eye. Come on, mate. I'm thirsty. <laughs> Papa Drew's thirsty.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: No, my luck. I have a really well behaved kid, happy all the time. Like, God damn it. Oh. Probably,
1: probably. Just cry, you little shit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh. uh, no, no, no. I won't be. Um, abusive father. I'll be I'll be a good dad. I'll be a good dad. Just like right. Tom is. He doesn't he doesn't really drink his kids tears. Only No, no. Special occasion. Yeah, but not all the
1: time. Yeah,
3: maybe. Every now and then.
1: Birthdays, you know? <laughs>
3: My birthday maybe.
2: <laughs>
3: Gifts to myself. <laughs>
0: so Tom, with this being your first episode, let's learn a bit about you. Um to it's, it's always a, it's always awkward being like, all right, tell us about yourself. And like, I know if people do it to me, I'm like, uh, uh, um, I don't know. My name's Drew, and I like to play some games, and I live on the farm. But apart from that, you know, don't know what to say about myself. But what do you? I guess what do you do for for work? What are your passions in life? And where do you see yourself in the next fifty years? You know, real basic questions like that. Ooh,
3: next fifty? No, well, I'm joking about at the that, end of one. that. Fifty will be in the ground, but um. <laughs> Uh, um, so at the moment, I well, I've, I've been a qualified chef and been cooking for a long time. Mm-hmm. I uh, was in kitchens for about 10 years, but since moving home out of Melbourne, uh, I've uh, been picking up a lot more labouring jobs. I wanted something that was the outside rather than being trapped in, indoors all the time. So I've been um, putting up sheds. I am a shed erection specialist at Blackbirds. Oh,
0: getting those erections um, up. Nice
3: mate we will help you get it up someone's got to uh exactly um but passions of mine as you can see uh love my music uh behind me and obviously i love to play games which how i connected with um ash we we went we went to high school uh together many many years ago as as with yourself and um just kind of you know we we met up think one evening playing overwatch when that first came out and then the rest is history uh we've we've lived together partied together done a lot of different things together Um, (laughs) mostly
1: illicit let's not get into that
3: uh yeah um
1: (laughs) but that's not true by the way i just (laughs) threw that in for a laugh (laughs) yeah i'm
0: pretty much pissed it people listening are just like oh oh nice they're they're a nice little relationship that's cute anyway (laughs)
3: Um, yeah, that's no, good. Yeah, cool, I'm just a standard, standard country boy. Love, love, love my soccer. Love going camping. Bit of four wheel driving. All that kind of good gear. Don't mind a bevy every now and then. Um, but yeah, that's that's pretty much me in a nutshell.
0: Oh, excellent, man. And now you're back in the country or oh, the state. Sorry, you'll be, be able to go four yeah. driving and stuff again. Hopefully, when um
3: stuff's yes. a bit more normal. Yeah, yeah. When uh, when Victoria stops locking down, we might sneak over to the river and pitch 10 or 2, throw some rods in the river. Yeah. yeah. You,
1: I think you might be waiting a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we've got to wait for
3: the weather to warm up as well. It's pretty... Yeah, that's true. Cold. You don't want to go there in
1: torrential rain and the
3: wind we've been having has been insane. Yeah, it, it was rather wet here in the Mount today.
1: I did hear that there was a large downpour today. Yeah. <laughs> I've got eyes and ears <laughs> everywhere, boys. You can't keep those weather infos away from me.
0: No, we can't. Oh, look, Tommy figured out our weather. How can we keep our big, deep, dark secrets
1: <laughs> if he knows our weather as well?
3: He's uh, got them Chinese spies. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Don't get on TikTok, boys. I'll know your every move. <laughs> what is his
0: phone's inbuilt weather app? Oh, he's, he's got the information. <laughs>
3: they <laughs> planted the key from Willy Weather. <laughs>
0: uh, all right, boys. Let's, uh, let's try and crack some furfies, all right? So, um, you know, this is the part of the show where we bring three news stories to you and one of them is a furfie potentially or someone could just be just a really intelligent person and just have no furfies whatsoever. They're all true and they're just very knowledgeable. But that's not us. No, it's not. So, <laughs> so I guess, uh, Ash, would you like to go first? Try and... Uh, I would we'll love to features? go
1: first. Nice. Drusif. <laughs> Drusif. Let me, let me just get my stories up. Okie dokey. <laughs> so, sorry. Um, <laughs> Story number one. Fish with human-like teeth caught in North Carolina. Story number two. Man who sexually assaulted Tickle Me Elmo mm. wants charges dropped. Ooh. <laughs> and story number 3, Icelandic man flips off camel, camel bites his finger off. Ooh. All righty,
0: so Jesus. That that um that second one, holy shit. I reckon. <laughs> I don't know, like I I guess really you shouldn't, <laughs> shouldn't be charged over harassing a a soft animal. Well not a soft animal, it's not even an animal, it's just a soft toy. There's nothing
3: wrong with that. It's <laughs> really weird.
0: Especially because it speaks back have to you. He
3: just had his hand him.
1: Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> so he was just using it as it was meant to be used. And they're like, what have you done? You've penetrated Elmo. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, no, you don't penetrate Elmo. He's a good man. Um, <laughs> leave him alone. Uh, so, all right. So I think it's definitely two or three. I don't know about you, Tom, but I think I have seen the, uh, the fish with human teeth caught getting around Twitter a fair bit.
3: Yes, yeah, oh, I've seen that in my travels as well, and it's it's nightmare fuel. That it photo, is. yeah, it is. It uh, is absolutely horrible, isn't <laughs> it? It's like head of the horse, but it's a fish. It's like
1: it looks fake. Like it, I just need to say, it looks like it is not real. It looks so fake. I'm like that cannot be a real
3: thing. It's just someone's dentures inserted in in a mullet. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so that's that's uh that's worrying. So I don't know. That's um. So let's try and work. I, yeah, go. Tom. I
3: want to say that it's. I want to say it's the camel biting the guy's finger off because let's. I mean, Elmo's a national treasure. He is. So I, I feel like that that could be true, and people will get really upset about Elmo um, being sexually assaulted. So you can see and the, the
0: would... you can see the sort of connection between being sexually attracted to Elmo. Is that what you're trying to put forward here? <laughs>
3: I've I been to
0: Tom's house. He has a lot of Elmo dolls. Just oh. saying.
3: Nice, nice. Red's my favourite colour, man.
0: Yeah, I love red as well. So, yeah, no, I get it. Ash is wearing a nice red jumper at the moment. So, yeah,
3: I've got my on him as well. Yeah, it's, it's lucky you can only see me from the shoulders up. That's, that's all I'm saying. Ooh, red <laughs> the, pants? There's an
1: Elmo inserted on you from, the, <laughs> <laughs>
0: from downwards. <laughs> and you want the charges dropped. Is that what you're saying, Tom? This is... <laughs>
3: <laughs> that i didn't want to give it away but you know I, <laughs> that's how he knew <laughs> exactly uh, well <laughs> i didn't want to name names but yes it's
0: me <laughs> well yeah look look there's, there's lots of things i've seen online or uh, documentaries for i'm just like that is that is strange but if it doesn't hurt anyone i'm not too worried there was a documentary i saw where some guy is attracted to blow up pool animals like the type of thing like, you know, kids would like put around them, like pool tubes and they float around and stuff. Um, This man was like, you know what? There's a giraffe and I want to take it to bed and hug it and kiss it. And I assume, let's just assume, let's be naive and assume that's all, that's as far as it goes. But (laughs) if you want to do that with say like a Tickle Me Elmo and you can see why that would be useful because it vibrates and stuff as well. You know, you don't have to be, don't have to get too creative to figure out where that's going. So it's a really quite useful toy for that aspect maybe. it's weird. I don't like it. but if it's happening in someone else's bedroom in their own house, do what you got to do. I don't know how they got caught for it, but we might find that out. Um, what do you think about the last one, Tom?
3: Well, I mean, generally, I don't know a lot about cows. I'm gonna mm. this is gonna I'm putting that out there, but I know that they're not the friendliest of animals being that they spit on people. Fairly regularly, and um, I don't know, just something about people flipping off animals and then getting their just desserts is great and funny, which is why I think that might be one that Ash has inserted into the headlines here.
1: Yeah, I you could... always seem to go real deep into my psyche with these <laughs> news
0: articles when they're mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I don't know about you, Ash, but when I when I think of a furfy, I get my meditation mat out cross my legs, I shut my eyes, and I really go deep into my psyche and try to pull something out, which I think could be true. And I think Tom might be on something here. You might have pulled out some memory of a camel and that desire to really stick it to him. But, of course, with all, all uh, memories like that that haunt us, we can't control them, and eventually it comes back and bites us. <laughs> so I'm going to lock in number three as, as, as well. I don't know if uh, that's what Tom would like to lock in.
3: Yeah, uh, it's unanimous. Number three. in
1: three, Eddie. All right, I can confirm that you are both correct. Ding ding, uh, ding, 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 ding. See? Now that's
0: a frothy fur. That's a frothy firth,
1: boys. Congratulations. So I take it you want to hear about the man who sexually assaulted Tickle Me Elmo, then? Uh, Let's
3: leave my private business out. Of here. <laughs> <laughs> sure, go for
1: it. Okay, a Michigan man who sexually assaulted a Tickle Me Elmo doll during a home inspection wants his charges
3: dropped. Home now inspection. I did read some of this during a home oh, inspection. What? Home invasion was. I mean, in- or- no, home inspection. Oh <laughs> I'll wow. Skip.
1: I'll skip some of it because I've read a bit of it already, and some of it's useless. So, on March twelfth, Van Leuven, who is the homeowner. Not no, Tom. sorry, he's he's the real estate agent for. Right. Yeah, okay. So on March 12th, Van Leuven, this is the guy that sexually assaulted the Tickle Me Elmo family.
0: Okay, this is way more Van Leuven worse was conducting
1: was. A, a home inspection for a potential buyer. Two hours later, the homeowner, Jada Dodson, checked out her home security cameras remotely to see how the inspection was going and was horrified to see him allegedly remove Elmo from her son's bedroom and do the dirty to the doll. Oh, okay. Um. I don't think I really need to. Yeah. That's- oh, no? Okay, no, the next bit's quite good. <laughs> Van Leuven allegedly unzipped his pants and begun masturbating in our son's closet with his me Elmo. Dodson testified at a recent court hearing, according to the website. All right, I don't think we need to go on any further than that.
0: All right, that's way worse than I thought it was. That's taking a kid's toy and doing that. That's not just yeah, that's- in your own bedroom. Oh, yeah, with your it's own awful.
1: <laughs> that's fucking Awful. <laughs> <laughs> when you're supposed to be doing a home inspection for someone to buy the house.
3: Yeah, so just, oh. go, just go check out the kitchen. They've just got new hot plates installed. I'm just going to go to this kid's bedroom really quick. Oh, this is something I need to check out.
1: Yeah. Just don't bother me for the next uh, five minutes or so.
0: That's the type of thing Three where they to- need to be put down, like that person. Honestly,
1: oh, that yeah, is. yeah, that guy definitely needs to be like, go to jail. <laughs> that is fucked.
3: <laughs> and for him to demand to have those charges dropped, like, um,. Nah, yeah, bro, what? how well, on <laughs> what grounds you were in someone else's home
1: yeah okay so <laughs> we don't need to hear about the fish because you guys already know about that one so all right yeah the fish the fish was a lot more wholesome so oh that's a silly looking fish <laughs> that, was pretty, that was pretty nightmare inducing though that fish to be honest mm. yes
0: all right so we'll, we'll jump into my furfies. So the first one is, um, oh, got to accept to their cookies. Whoopsie doopsie. So first one is most expensive items listed on home insurance policies last year included Pokemon cards and stamps. The second one, teacher fired over confiscating rare Charizard card and selling it on Facebook marketplace. And story number three, Five people have been arrested after trying to sell stolen red trading cards back to to their original owner.
1: Mm. <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> um.
0: So where are we going Ooh. here, boy?
3: Well, I, I definitely think the first one is probably correct because during the pandemic, uh, the prices of trading cards have just gone through the roof because lots more people have been collecting, been buying more, price has been going through the roof. Um, mm-hmm. so that's, that's gotta be, gotta be true. Um, second and third ones, but where are you sitting, Ash? I don't think a teacher would confiscate it and try and sell it on marketplace, but I don't know. I mean, the if one... the
1: teacher knows how much it's worth and they confiscate it, but I, I think usually if you confiscate something, if it's not like, if it's just something that's, Hmm. I don't think you can take it forever. I think you sort of have to give it back at the end of the day. Usually, you know, unless, unless it's Edgers like man, <laughs> unless it's like contraband, like something that you sh- shouldn't have, mm. then I think that they can take it and it's, dispose of it or it, sell it on marketplace. But uh, yeah, I don't think that they would be able to take it and not give it back. It, so it,
0: it does mention here that like apparently there's been lots of bullshit going on with the cards. So. They put in a policy that you don't get them back, so.
3: Oh, um, okay. Is that just a very cleverly placed? Well, it could be. He's
1: trying to lead He's us astray. Of there's, <laughs> a of, there's a bit. There's a bit of. There's a bit of head on that frothy. Mm. <laughs> mm. yeah, it
0: could be. Could, could be a bit of like a bit of extra short of vodka in there. Well, there you go, boys. <laughs> 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 Have this year, bloody thousands.
3: I do like the flavour of um. Of the third one, the uh, the, the criminal is getting their just desserts by selling stolen goods back to their owner. That's... that's <laughs> I mean, I hope that's true, but I, I don't know. I'm on the fence for both of these two. I'm going to go with number two is the Furphy. I'm going to say it's number three because as much as I don't believe that a teacher would do that, I want it to be true.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want it to be true. So that would make a great story, but nah, she's fake, mate. Nah, she's, she's a furphy.
1: <laughs> I've been fooled again. I got my shot of vodka in your beer, your bastard. Ha-ha, got you, Tom.
0: <laughs> All righty. So um, let's, let's find out about the, the five people that got arrested for trying to sell the stolen cards back to the original owner. So the article's from pressstart.com.au and it reads, it's no secret that trading cards are currently experiencing a massive resurgence with the Pokemon company reporting a phenomenal 3.7 billion Pokemon cards during the uh, physical year during 2021 and 2022. As as many millennials evolve into their first-time parents, some of them are rediscovering Pokemon and Digimon, reliving fond memories of their childhood and sharing the joys of collecting with a new generation of Pokemon trainers and Digitamers. The enormous popularity of trading cards isn't just about the heartwarming trips down memory lane or even hitting the jackpot with rare cards. As evidenced by this ridiculous uh, report from South Australian Police Department earlier today.
1: South Australian. Yeah.
0: According to the SA police, five individuals have been arrested in connection with a break-in and theft at a gaming store located in Adelaide's CBD. The burglary occurred sometime between Monday night and Tuesday morning and the group took off with a large number of red Digimon trading cards as well as a few brand new board games. Um, In a stunt... In a stunning act of senselessness, one of the suspects returned to to the very same store around lunchtime on Tuesday to inquire about the value of the stolen cards.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Fucking idiot. Uh,
0: Staff at the shop called the police and the suspect then led the officers to a nearby home where they found a majority of the missing cards and games as well as two additional suspects. Uh, Taking the phase, return to the scene of the crime to an absurd level of literalism, uh, another member of the group returned to the store a few hours later also with the intention of valuing and selling the stolen cards. Incredible a 41 year old uh, <laughs> a 41 a year old uh, berla man and a 30 year old Adelaide woman and a 28 year old Adelaide man and a 28 year old uh, Selton man. Jesus Christ, what was it? Say, so, every single person. Um, they have no fixed addresses and have all been charged with offences, including a serious criminal trespass, unlawful possession, and theft by receiving. A sixth person is being sought by police. So, yeah, fucking idiots.
3: Buddy, there's some. Hip, new age gypsies <laughs> trying to rob places and then sell them back their goods. Look, there's because so, many, go so many
0: resources to figure out where. What the price is. You don't go back to where you stole it from. Hey, uh, no. this Charizard you had, uh, how much was it? <laughs> oh, I stole it. I don't really want to sell it, but I've got no idea what it's worth. Morons.
1: I just like, you, you don't go back. But if you do, if you do for whatever reason, don't go back the next day. <laughs> like, <laughs> come on.
0: Leave it a week, you reckon? Let it sim- yeah, simmer and settle.
1: That's, that's, ridi- I can't, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Big
0: brain it. straps by Ash, yeah. Someone's got to think around here. <laughs> it's not these people. And they're in their forties and late twenties. Come on. They're not they're not kids yeah, who that's
1: are like stealing the shit. Way older than I thought it would be as well. Mm. I was thinking these have to be like teenagers, like between 15 and 17 or something. But no, these are people definitely old enough that, to know better than to steal, and if they are stealing, to know better than to go back and get the mm stolen goods value at the place of theft.
0: Yeah. It's like, I'm a, I'm a law abiding citizen, (laughs) but if I were to like break into something, I'll be so scared. Like, Oh fuck. They're going to get me boys. Oh, and the idea of going back to that shop, I'm I'm not going back there boys. They'll fucking get me. They'll they'll, they'll know. They'll know. I won't
1: even think about going back there. So just the idea that these guys did just, uh, just dumb. Not only did they go back there the next day, they went back there to value
3: the (laughs) stuff that they stole. (laughs) <laughs> and they COVID checked in when they broke in to steal the stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah that's right. You could imagine that. Oh, of check in. Uh,
3: yes. D- d- We've got to stop the spread, boys, all right? Just be, <laughs> be good about what we're stealing. Excellent. People are going to work here, all right? Yeah, they find out that it's a hot spot. So-
0: no, we were there at uh, 12 o'clock at night when the shops were shut, <laughs> but we-, we-, we were there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they may as well at that point. And it was that easy to find them, so, yeah. Mm. So, yeah.
3: Tom, what are your furfies? All right. Um, Strap in. Oh. uh, These got 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 strapped on pretty quickly. Um, (laughs) All right. My my first headline reads Monkey on a mini motorbike (laughs) tries to steal toddler. (laughs) All right. Yep. I hope to God that's true, but continue. Um, woman comes home to find pole dancing koala. Ooh. And Brisbane based man starts a legal pig fighting ring.
0: (laughs) Just the fact they're Brisbane, it's like, oh yeah, of course they've got pig rings up there. No, not really.
1: That's. (laughs) All (laughs) right. Such a. That's a very Brisbane thing to do, though. Um. God, there's a lot to unpack there. Mm. <laughs> Isn't there? There is a bit. I,
3: I I didn't plan on it being an animal-themed uh, segment, but it just fell into place.
0: Oh, we. Mm, yeah. Okay. So I reckon, so let's start with number one. So a monkey on a motorbike. That's hilarious as, as it is. Just, But actually trying to steal a toddler? What is that? Grab the to- How's it, does it just grab the toddler by the hand and the toddler like jumps onto the back and puts his arms around the monkey and just goes off into the into the <laughs> distance like a nice yeah, romance it's got a, um, movie? A, it's got a
1: sidecar. <laughs> yeah, a
0: sidecar. is it like really,
1: because
0: that's Get what in, I we're imagine. going
1: shopping. <laughs>
0: or is it a monkey like it just like grabs the toddler and like drags it and, you know, it's a bit more graphic than we would like to imagine. Um, but that's what that's what we got to do on the show. We've got to get down to the nitty and gritty and sometimes we ha- have to have conversations we don't necessarily like having, but we need to find the furphy, Ash. Um,
1: so my initial thinking, mm. just straight off the bat, is that I'm thinking it's going to be number two because koalas, as we all know, are very, very, very lazy animals because they eat eucalyptus, which gives them no energy. So they basically, they wake up, they move a few meters. They eat. They shit. And they sleep. <laughs> I struggle to believe that one would have been pole dancing. National icon, Ash. <laughs> yeah. Oh, not for much longer if they let them die.
3: Because
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or to, or it, let it, them was it a tra- pole
3: dancing? <laughs>
0: <laughs> was it a traditional pole? Like I can't see a koala getting enough grip to get up <laughs> there. It uses claws to claw into the tree, or was the claw? Oh, sorry, was the pole made out of wood? Like. Was it a custom koala stripping pole? It,
3: it, it was floor to ceiling, mm-hmm. silver pole, standard uh, yeah, sport, right. industry standard silver pole.
0: I, <laughs> I hope that it was like a room of mirrors so you could get all the different angles of the koala. So, oh, look at that.
3: He had a, one of those <laughs> tiny, like, uh, shiny Speedos on as well.
1: Ooh, Yeah, nice. I don't think that's true. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I think I'm going to go. I think I'm going to go with number two.
0: Yeah, I'm definitely leading there as well. But I've got some questions about the illegal uh, pig ring. Not Asher, Tom. Yep. So, based in Brisbane.
3: Yep. Don't know. Uh, You don't know. All
1: right, Adam, that's, my, that's my question's done.
3: <laughs>
1: based for, yeah, it's in the title. Uh, yeah, well, he
3: really go. dug deep there. It, <laughs> it just said um, Brisbane based man, age 53, starts a legal pig fighting ring with cousin and brother. Um, that that was the first few lines. Uh, goes into a little bit more detail and says. Um, after being discovered late Friday afternoon, a large gathering uh, brought to the attention of the police. A gathering of five cars at the uh, Brisbane outer suburbs house uh, drew attention to the police, um, and they investigated further into the shed in the backyard. And um, yeah, were
0: there were the little honkers. Pleasantly
3: surprised about. Um, yeah, pigs finding pigs.
1: Hmm. All right. Well, that's a bit rough. Well, if that, if that one's a furfy, you've definitely made it
3: very elaborate.
0: Yeah, he has, has not he? Mm-hmm. All right, I'm going to go number two. Number two. Well, working on number two. Off.
3: Number two. It was the Brisbane-based man starts a legal pig fighting ring. Oh, that was the furfy. That was the furfy. Oh, very elaborate. Um, you bastard! <laughs> what? I- <laughs> I saw the clip of the monkey on the mini motorbike trying to steal the toddler and it like speeds up, kicks off this it's like a tiny little toy motorbike. Like a Pee Wee 50 or something. No, it's it's <laughs> honestly I think Not it's smaller re- than that. Remote controlled. Uh-huh. Um, it's over in Indonesia. It just kicks off this bike, grabs this toddler by the hands, and just starts dragging it. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> A, I knew kid.
1: when you said it, I knew I knew that if it was real, it had to be Oh my God, I'm watching sure. it. I'm watching it right now. That is,
0: it drags it's it for like, yeah, it drags it for like five meters and it just runs off. But it just, it drives up to it on this tiny little bike, which looks so funny. But it's a vi- <laughs> <laughs> if, if the monkey was a bit bigger, that would be horrifying. It would just like. Take oh, off yeah. like King Kong, just with this baby. Oh <laughs> shit!
1: Swatting planes away like nobody's business. That's a way better story than
0: um a baby you no know, took my baby. It's just like a little little <laughs> monkey on a little bike took my toddler five meters away, but it's fine.
3: That's a, that's a, that's a lot <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: nicer story. <laughs>
3: <laughs> allegedly, allegedly.
1: I mean,
0: I, all right. I just saw it. Just saw it with my
1: own eyes. All right, Ash. Yeah, I guess that brings us to my second round. All right. Headline number one. Man takes picture of his PC's blue screen error, discovers line of code that contains the phrase, fuck you. <laughs> Story <laughs> number two. Pari- Paris. <laughs> police. Police. Pari- police <laughs> arrest six people who changed Hollywood sign to read Hollyboob. And story number three. Elvis Presley's DNA used in experiments to genetically engineer mice after his death. Ew.
3: Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> it's a <bit laughs> of that, isn't it? Where to start? Honestly, I think... Number two has to be real because, from what little I understand of Ash's the way Ash's mind works, Holly boob would have been something that he saw when he was scouring the internet, and gone, yeah, that's it, that's going in. <laughs> seems like it has to be real.
0: It Seems like a pretty obvious one to do too. You just want, you just want Hollywood to say Holly boob. Sometimes you're like, yeah, it was just. I don't know if like the people who did it like know someone called Holly. And she has nice boobs or something like that. I don't know the full story, but maybe that's what's going on.
1: She has one nice boob. One nice holy boob. boob. Holy, holy boob. Don't talk about the other <laughs> maybe one. Maybe she's
3: like the the one boob chick from um, Kung Pao. <laughs> maybe her <laughs> name. Oh, there's
1: cool. a movie I have not thought about in a long time.
0: Yeah. I guess it's Hollywood, though. It's not Hollywood's. So you're not going to fit the plural in there. Yeah. So they've just got to work with what they have, which is very. Very good. Very good for them. <laughs> um. Well, well, I can think of the is uh, Paris. <laughs> <For the first laughs> I think that's
1: what I took out of it when I um when I Parise. listened to
3: it. <laughs> it. It was shocking, and I'm glad that it happened.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I swear I wasn't being racist. It was an accident. I just com- combined a few words that I was trying to read at once.
0: No, I thought you were going to say Paris, but you're saying it like with, oh. a, with a French accent, like Paris.
1: Paris. No, <laughs> no, I was just an idiot and can't read what was written down. No, I know the feeling.
0: But no, 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 seriously, all I can think of is Paris. What was the first story? Do you want again? me to read them again? <laughs> What's the first story? again? i got such a bad memory, man.
1: Okay, so the second one is the police, holy boob one. Uh, do you want the third one as well? Yeah, may as well at this point. (laughs) Okay, so story number one is man takes picture of his PC's blue screen error, discovers a line of code that contains the phrase fuck you. And story number three, Elvis Presley's DNA used in experiments to genetically engineer mice after his death.
3: I think that the mice thing is real too. I don't know why and how, but someone has to have Elvis Presley's DNA. And the fact that that's a part of it someone makes me to. think that
2: <laughs>
3: people loved Elvis. And that's all I can say. And there'd be some weird scientist that's all hooked up on like, oh, oh, we're going to fix this mice and get him to like shake his hips.
0: Yeah. No, like this, I know like my partner's um, grandmother, she, she loves Elvis. She goes to an Elvis Presley club, talks to other people who love oh, Elvis wow. Presley. Has like a bunch of Elvis Presley merchandise and stuff. Like, yeah, um,
3: I've got nothing against the guy. No, I don't know. I I can't can't sing or dance half as good as what people think that he can.
0: I always get "Hound Dog" stuck in my head. You know, I've a "Hound Dog."
1: I <laughs> said that I was just I was just thinking about that song.
0: <laughs> it's always it's, I think it's just always going around in my mind. That's just uh, why I'm so crazy sometimes. That
1: song, that song, always makes me think of Lilo and Stitch. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I think the only two songs that i can think of that are elvis presley songs are hound dog and blue suede shoes they're the only two that i remember
1: what about love me tender
3: you know that, it was a, that song was the song that they used for that um the, the margaret at? street meets yeah, yeah. <laughs> i wouldn't have known i don't, i didn't i thought that was an original song
1: no nah, it's elvis presley
3: love me tender Love Me Fresh? You're
1: the I, don't know, I love best. I don't know that they've changed some of the words, obviously.
3: I don't know. He could have been singing it. He Actually, I don't
1: even it. know that the song sounds like that song does. I just know that he has a song called Love Me Tender. I'm pretty sure it is, though. I could, but I'm probably wrong. I don't know much about Elvis either. Uh, I'm gonna, I know more about the person than I do the music. Yeah, he went through some shit.
3: He did. He did. It wasn't a bad egg.
1: He loved peanut butter and bourbon. <laughs> Don't we like all kind of guy, <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, let's um, let's lock one in. I'm going to lock in. Uh, I'm going to lock in number one because why not?
3: I'm I'm right there with you. I Ooh. I just think that the the fu blue screen code too good to be true.
1: Where we at, Ash? Well, I can confirm that you're both correct again. Oh, my God. What is going on this week? Ah, uh, you see? Now that's a frothy fur. That is
0: a frothy fur. Thank you, Barman.
1: Okay, <laughs> would
3: you like to know about either of
1: the other two? We
0: better, Ash. We better find out what's going on here, especially the I'm other Presley. we
3: about Holly Boob. Yeah, we need to right, find Holly out what this,
0: what this Holly Boob is. <laughs>
1: So, the Los Angeles Police Department has arrested six people for allegedly altering the famous Hollywood sign to read Holy Boob." The prank occurred early Monday morning in the Hollywood Hills. The six-person group covered the letters W and D to look like the letter B by affixing what appeared to be tarps to the sign, according to NBC Los Angeles. LAPD Sergeant Leonard Calderon said participants took an officer they made... Said Oh, participants told an officer, sorry, they made the change to raise awareness of breast cancer. It's an interesting way to go about it. Mm. They didn't commit any permanent damage, Colderon said. Five men and one woman were taken into custody on suspicion of m- misdemeanor trespassing, according to the Los Angeles Times. They were later issued cautions and released on their own recognizance. Uh, there's not really anything more to that one. That's a lot nicer than than the Elmo story. Yeah, a lot nicer than the Tickle Me Elmo one, yeah, (laughs) for sure. Okay. Um, So I was looking at this one before. Okay, so this one has a lot of information that's not to do with the story at the top, so I've had to scroll down a bit. The mystery around the king's death has been the subject of much debate over the years, but, it was, but what is lesser known is how his DNA was used after his passing. Recently resurfaced accounts from 2012 reveal how the musician's genetic material was used in an experiment to create a mouse-elvis hybrid. Artist Kobe Bar- Barhad's project, All That I Am, employed the idea of using some of the king's hair to insert his genetic code into a mouse. The artist told NBC News the purpose of the work was to raise those almost frightening issues. Was to raise those almost frightening issues. I don't know what that means. Kobe purchased a sample of Elvis's hair on eBay for $22 before researching two companies that could, in theory, sequence Elvis's DNA. He found sequencing firm Gen- Genetrack Biolabs in- and Ingenious targeting laboratory which provides made-to-order mice Made-to-order <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting mm. The artist also designed several cages which he hoped would represent the various stages of the king's life uh, Yeah, that's pretty much it Yeah, so some guy just wanted to have mice made into Elvis I like it Yeah, do what you gotta do, man As long as you're having fun, you're enjoying yourself peanut butter. Yeah. Apparently it was art <laughs> according to him. Sounds like it. Beautiful.
3: <laughs> yeah, ain't hurting anyone. No,
1: <laughs> We might have been hurting the mice. I don't know that they're meant to have their genetic splice with a human. Yeah,
3: mm. that's that's true.
1: Well, that's how we get the Ninja Turtles in real life. That's how we get our senpai. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you
1: want us to being masked? Yeah, I was just about to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. We'll get Master Splinter. <laughs> except he'll teach them to sing and dance instead of to fight crime. Master Splinter <laughs> with some arrogance. Not about a dog.
3: Pardon all the time. Named his four sons like Jason Derulo, <laughs> uh, just after pop artists that came after him: Michael Jackson, <laughs> Leonard Cohen. I'm the king of rock, baby. Oh yeah, hey, hey, hey. Uh
0: all right.
1: Excellent, excellent.
0: Let's move on to my dumb stories. So the first one is a uh, woman thought she got baking tray from Ikea but realized error when it melted in the oven. <laughs> Man feeds son glue instead of packet milk. Explorer finds naughty boy's room and bottle of HP sauce in a brothel. Ooh.
1: <laughs> All, all of these sound very believable to me. Um, <laughs> I hope that a dad didn't feed his son glue. Uh, yeah, that would be pretty rough.
3: I'm speaking from experience here. Mm-hmm. And it's I think that was highly probable. Mm-hmm speaking your
1: experience, I feed my kids glue all the time.
3: <laughs> hey, Clag didn't do anything to them, okay? They still kept <laughs> speaking, still kept breathing. It was fine. That's all you uh, need. Communication
0: and breathing. The funnel. What was the first thing. one again? Sorry.
3: Uh the IKEA tray that oh, yeah, melted yeah. in the oven.
1: Just a, just a riveting that news story.
3: <laughs> very, very believable that
1: one. Mm, they're all believable,
3: but I think I think I'm I'm going to jump the gun here. We'll have a, b- a bit of a discussion, but I'm locking in number two now because it's so believable, and because Drew is going to be a dad soon. I think he's tried to pull a fast one on us. Mm, mm. But the old well, in that speaking. case, You're I'm going to go with- vodka. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to
1: go with a different one. Just to increase our chances of one of us getting it, and then we can both look like idiots if we both get it wrong. I like it. Um, mm. So I think that the, the oven tray one is just so believable that it has to be true. So I'm going to go with number three. All right.
0: So you're going the, the uh, oven tray? That's what you're doing? Is no, it... no, I'm going for
1: number three. Oh, number three. Sorry. Sorry.
0: Yeah, so the, the abandoned brothel. All yeah. right. So we can confirm the Furphy. Is number two. Ah,
1: you see? Now
3: that's a frothy first. That's a
0: frothy first. Congratulations, Tom. You did not take the vodka and the beer this time.
1: Ash Wallace has taken all that alcohol
3: on. The the depth charge.
1: Tom's really getting into the psyche. He's gone full psychiatrist on us to work
3: these out. (laughs) Mate. Conspiracies. (laughs) All right. Uh, I've got another three animal-themed stories to tell you,
2: and they get
3: better. They get better. Oh, gosh. Headline number one. Uh, Adelaide Airport raided by Bomb Squad finds bag containing bunny. Man fights kangaroo, escapes to hospital after losing left ear and index finger. I believe that one. Charlie the dog's life saved by drinking vodka. (laughs) (laughs) All
1: right, I'm going to jump the gun this time. I'm pretty sure I'm going to go with number one because- you know. The kangaroo one, very, very believable. Kangaroos are awful animals. Vicious, filthy beasts. Don't want to go near them in the wild. (laughs) Number three also sounds very believable because I know that if you drink certain toxins, drinking alcohol actually makes your body process them. So, I don't know if it works the same for a dog, but I'm just going off of the the judgment that it does. So, I'm going to jump the gun and go with number one because I didn't hear anything about that either and I feel like I would have heard something.
0: Yeah, as someone who's going to Adelaide Airport in a couple of days, I hope there was no bomb squads called in, but I hope there was a bunny. So, I'm, 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 I'm a bit tired there, but yeah, I would have. I mean, I'm really bad at keeping up with the news, so I don't know if I would hear about that necessarily, but... You would have thought maybe I would. But, yeah, it's really believable. The kangaroos, they're just... They're bastards. I would never try to fight one. They will smash me. They'll, they'll get me in a headlock and just drag me across the road and punch me in the guts and chuck me in front of cars and pick me up and s-
3: just
1: smack my head in. No, they wouldn't <laughs> chuck you in front of the car. They would stand in front of the car with you
3: because that's what they do. <laughs> there is a reason why they added Skippy into Tekken. Those things can fight.
0: Oh, my God. Could you imagine that? Just like a kangaroo in a headlock, drag you onto the road. You, you're yes! going to take it. The truck comes through. They're just, holy shit. They don't give a shit. They're vicious.
1: No, no both you're right.
0: today. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: Oh no, you're so right about that.
3: All right. Um, well <laughs> I yeah. can confirm to you that the Furfire did, did Drew oh, pick one? Number Sorry. one, number did, one. Yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> the Furfy is man fights kangaroo. Oh, oh no. <laughs> you picked one but so believable. You got us. I did. I, he did I, what Drew did, but it worked. Mm. I slung yeah. you a, a fast one. Um, yeah. So the Adelaide <sighs> Airport. Shit. Um, Shit.
0: I'm in trouble, bomb boys. Bomb squad
3: were called to the Adelaide Airport um, by people that had noticed a suspicious bag that had been left behind, um, only to find that people had abandoned a rabbit within it within inside the confines of Adelaide Airport. Was it? Was the bunny alive? Was it okay? The bunny was fine, oh, completely yeah, fine. God. That's <laughs> all I care about.
1: <laughs> oh Jesus! Thank God for that. Somebody had a good stew that night.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, and yes, Charlie the dog's life was saved by drinking vodka because uh, somehow he had managed to get into a bottle of antifreeze. Um, <laughs> the owner noticed quite quickly and rushed them to the vets, uh, to which the vets. Quickly diffused the situation by administering vodka. And Charlie the dog had a week long party inside <laughs> the vet with the, uh, uh, with, with the actual vets, um, uh, neutralizing that toxin as it slowly passed through his body by consuming vodka. I'm not, uh, I'm not, I'm pretty stupid,
1: but I know some things. <laughs> I managed to work that one out before I knew what it was. So. I think that's the first time I've ever done that. it will probably be the last because I am pretty stupid.
3: My, my psychology behind making the uh, Brisbane-based man starts a legal fighting uh, ring was because in my second round, I had another Australian uh, capital mm. in the name. And I was like, if I throw him a fast one in the first round, <laughs> they're going to just suddenly think I've done a funny thing in the second one.
1: Ooh. Honestly, the main reason I went for the the bunny one was just because I I thought I would have heard of that in at some level if it had happened.
3: But it sounds no, ridiculous. I guess,
1: I guess that nobody cares about Adelaide
3: Airport. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? it was on Nine News. That's how I found it. So oh, there you go.
0: All right. Well, awesome. We got we cracked some furfies there, boys, and you know what, Tom. Quite often we crack some beers, we crack some furfies, and uh, at the end we try to. Uh, we sit here thinking, we're at the bar, we think, oh, wouldn't it be great to have a sponsorship? Wouldn't it be great to live the high life, Ooh. just to uh, get paid, drinking beers, enjoying life? So quite often we try to conf- confront the uh, the furview rep here. And Ash, I don't know if you're going to try and take it this week, trying to... Uh, Get, uh, get our sponsorship, but first of all, we're just going to make sure the bloke's here. So, uh, excuse me, Barman, is is the Furfy rep here?
3: Yes, he is, actually.
1: He quite often comes in.
0: Oh, so he's here, guys. So let's have a bit of a plan. What are we going to talk about here to try and get this Furfy sponsorship? We're trying a, f- a fair few things, and every time we get here, I'm like, oh, I don't really know. And we might even try to get a different sponsorship one day from a, a different person, since the, you know the Furfy, the Furfy bloke, he's, he's pretty hard on us. Up to episode six, He's you know. Very hard
1: to impress, the Furfy rep. Mm.
0: So what should we try and do here, Ash? I reckon try and impress him with our new co-host here, Tom. You know, just really try and sell the new position. Try to say, hey, look, look at this bloke. He's fucking fantastic. He brought some great <laughs> stories to the show. He's going to just uh, take it to the sky and back, I reckon, and just, uh, you know, those Furfy sales are going to go up. So you might as well sponsor us right now. Get in early while you can. <laughs> so. Absolutely. Yeah. Tom, how do you feel about that? Us us selling you, selling your body for uh, some cash?
3: Well, to be fair, you'd, you'd be crazy if you didn't try. Mm. Um, <laughs> many have before you and many have failed because, you know, I, I didn't feel comfortable with you two. I, you know, I feel right at home. So um, yeah, sell away. All right. um, arms, legs, any appendages that you need to sell, uh, they're yours. Yeah.
0: All right. Let's go for it, Ash. So I'll tap him on the shoulder and you take it away. So, excuse me. All right, no worries. (laughs) So, excuse me, Mr. Furfy Rep. uh, Are we headed to uh, potentially get a sponsorship from you? All right, boys, impress me. Why should we sponsor you? Being sponsored by Furfy is a very prestigious title.
1: All right, Mr. Furfy Rep, let me tell you this. We have a new co host tonight, and he goes by the name Thomas McRobert. Now, this man. "...once saved my baby from the jaws of a wild dingo. He beat it to death with one of his guitars. It was his most prized guitar. That guitar was left in tatters by the end of it. And you can see it's been repaired, but only just. And he didn't bat an eyelid. He did what he had to do to save my baby. And then he built us a home with his bare hands." The home later caught fire, which he put out using his own tears. This man will do anything for anyone. And if anybody deserves a sponsorship, it is him. And, oh, look, if you don't see that, then I don't know what will get through to you. Yeah, could you you imagine how
0: many nights of tears you will be able to drink them for, but he put them on the house. He cared about his
1: family and he friends. He did. He did. We know how much he loves drinking tears, but he sacrificed that to save the home that he built for us. Oh, he, he would just do anything and everything for anyone, this man. Yeah, fantastic bloke,
0: and he's also a great cook. He'll be able to maybe make some bar snacks for us, you know. Just have him around, just a good bloke all around. So, Mr. Fairfew, what do you think about that? Thomas McRobert on the show. What do you think? Sorry, boys. No. We're all sponsored up this month. I'll be back next Impost. month if you want to give it another go. All right, Tom. Unfortunately, didn't sell it for him.
1: Impossible to impress this man. Yeah, he so is.
0: what? What? Do, uh, Ash, what do you reckon we can do to maybe, you know, up Tom's game. Get us that sponsorship. If if, if Tom doesn't get it, I don't know who's going to get it for us personally. So We
1: could try chloroform.
0: Mm, we could, could, yeah, maybe, yeah. We <laughs> <laughs> but if anyone will be asleep and he won't say anything. So that's an issue in itself.
1: Uh, okay, chloroform followed by kidnapping.
0: Maybe a nice uh, Elmo costume. Um, <laughs> maybe the <laughs> story we read earlier was the furfew rep.
1: Maybe that was what oh, was Could have been, on. could have been. That's but why he's so apprehensive.
0: Maybe he does uh, <laughs> home um, home tours while... <laughs> well, not being the furfie rep, he's got two jobs.
1: He, he, heard us, he heard us telling our furfies and he's like, God, I've got to stay away from that table. They know. And mm. then we've dragged him on
3: over here and he's trying to get away as fast as he can. That's
0: why he sounded so nervous.
3: Yeah. I think I think the way to do it is to lure a wild kangaroo in there and then um, fight it off in front of him. <laughs> and then if he's not impressed about that. it's um, a great point. Well,
1: or we, we could just lie about it. <laughs>
3: Yeah, which we, this is
0: true. which we do. We just tell we do, a lot of do stories do on the show, um, including that. But, yeah, I, I wouldn't fight a kangaroo because, like I said, if I get in a headlock and it just drags me in front of a truck, that's no good. <laughs> no Stands there with you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Uh, so I guess um, to start wrapping things up, anything else we'd like to say before we have to leave the bar, go home?
1: I oh, just always happy to be here with with my good friends. It was a great night at the bar, and I'm sure it will be just as good next time. Yeah, and Tom, fantastic to have you here. What did you think of the first episode?
3: Oh, it, it, it's been great. It's been good here to have a have a chat with some uh, some blokes, you know, uh blow of off a bit of steam, yeah. crack a beer, and um yeah, it's, it's it's been good. It's been fun. Blow some some lines, been in a bit of a yarn. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's
0: good. That's good. Excellent stuff. I really enjoyed it as well. We'll we'll hopefully see some more of you. Hopefully you'll come on more often.
3: As as often as you have me until I overstay my welcome.
1: (laughs) You'll overstay your welcome the moment that you start broadcasting your camera and there's a Tickle Me Elmo on the screen. (laughs) (laughs) Don't tempt me because I know where you (laughs) belong.
0: I mean, as long as you get your own. I think that's the moral of the story. Yeah, If if you want to touch Elmo, buy your own.
1: Don't steal a kid's. That is fucking foul. (laughs) (laughs) Look, if you're not hurting anyone, no harm, no foul, but we don't need to see it. (laughs) Mm, mm. All right, everyone. I
3: certainly don't want to see it on my baby monitor.
1: (laughs) Absolutely not.
0: No, no. That's uh, probably the worst place you'd want to see it. Right, well, guys. Thank you very much for joining me tonight and I'll I'll catch you next week. Oh, actually, I won't. I won't see you next week. I'm on holiday for a couple of weeks. I'll see you when I'm back.
1: <laughs> well, All right. Farewell and good travels. Yeah, thank you very much. Enjoy your honeymoon. It is well earned. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> so It's not earned, Drew. You can't go, like, oh, I've got to earn my honeymoon. <laughs> I, earned, I earned it. I married, I married someone that's earning it.
1: Yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure that's all pre- Like, that's the only <laughs> prerequisite,
0: isn't it?
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, I think so. All
0: right, guys, I'll catch you later. <laughs> Kraken Furfies is lovingly crafted and recorded in the southeast of South Australia. The show is produced and hosted by me, Drew Agnew, and my co-hosts are Ash Wallace, Daniel Treadray, and Thomas McRobert. If you enjoy my work here as well as on my other podcasts, The House of Mario, Encore at The House of Mario, and A Drew Story, help spread the word by sharing us with a mate or leaving a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. If you'd like to show further support and help me achieve my goal of freeing up one working day a week to spend more time refining and creating podcasts, please consider checking out patreon.com iDruby, where for only $1, you get access to my secret recordings where I share everything behind the scenes. A big thank you to the legend DJ for supporting the content at the podcast producer level on Patreon. From the bottom of my heart, thank you.